The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. It's morning in the CBD. I adore Chicago. It's the pulse of America. They say loving Chicago is like loving a woman with a broken nose. There are only two seasons in Chicago, winter and police brutality. It's Fresh Start Wednesday with your host, Michael Bortman. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town, toddling town, Chicago, Chicago, I'll show you around. I love it, bet your bottom dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago. That town that Billy Sunday could not shut down. On State Street, that great street, I just want to say, just want to say, they do things. They don't do on Broadway, say They have the time, the time of their life I saw a man, he danced with his wife In Chicago, Chicago, my hometown Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town, toddling town, Chicago, Chicago, I'll show you around. I love it, bet your bottom dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago. That town that Billy Sunday could not shut down. On State Street, that great street, I just want to say, just want to say, they do things. They don't do on Broadway, say They have the time, the time of their life I saw a man, he danced with his wife In Chicago, Chicago, my hometown That great street, I just want to say, just want to say they do things they don't do on Broadway, say, they have the time, the time of their life. I saw a man, he kissing his wife here in Chicago, Chicago, my hometown. Hey, all right, and good morning, and uh, welcome once again to Fresh Start Wednesday, Right here on Fresh FM. Hey, and we're now on Spotify. So if you uh, just search Fresh FM Nelson, you'll find a lot of our shows, which proves anybody can be on Spotify. And uh, I'm your host, Michael Bortnick. But today, I'm a meatpacker, a bootlegger. I'm a dirty politician. I'm a billionaire talk show host and the best basketball player that ever lived. If you haven't figured it out yet, the show's all about Chicago. Chi-Town, Mud City, the city by the lake, the Big Onion, the grand city in the state of Illinois and the formerly great U.S. and A. And we'll be talking about 
crime, politics, music, the Chicago Fire, and Chicago Wind. We open with Chicago, a popular song written in 1922. And the song says Billy Sunday couldn't shut Chicago down. And here's the story on that. Billy Sunday was a pro baseball player who converted to evangelical Christianity in the 1880s. Uh, Sunday left baseball for the Christian ministry. He gradually became the nation's most famous evangelist with his colloquial sermons and frenetic delivery. He attracted the largest crowds of any evangelist before the advent of electric sound systems, and he also made a great deal of money and was welcomed into the homes of the wealthy and influential. Billy Sunday was a strong supporter of Prohibition, and his preaching likely played a significant role in the adoption of the 18th Amendment in 1919. But I guess he couldn't shut Chicago down. And that song has been recorded by many, many artists. But the best-known versions are probably from Frank Sinatra. But in accordance with the rules of the show, we played a version from Al Jolson. Uh, Jolie was my dad's favorite entertainer, and we always play one of his if we can. And my dad, Bernie, actually passed away 16 years ago this week. So that was for you, Dad. And now with me in the studio is uh, his Shiksa daughter-in-law, Grace. Hey, hey, <laughs> buddy. me. Yep. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Yeah, Miss you, Bernie. Yeah, I know. I wish he was here. We, I'd have him right in the studio. <laughs> I think it was actually a year ago today. Well, actually today while we were doing this record. Yeah. Yep. I know, but, but yeah, it was. Freaky. Yeah, yeah. And then, then Great clo- man. Then Such our, a great man. Yeah. And then our daughter, daughter-in-law. Daughter, daughter. What was she? She's our granddaughter. <laughs> was born the next yeah, day. Yeah, Chloe was born. So her, her birthday will be um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes, sweet 16. All right. Happy so, birthday, Chloe. Yeah. So anyway, hon, uh, I know you have a little bit of a Chicago connection. You work for uh, Ab- Abbott Laboratories at what time? I did. Greatest job ever. Oh, really? <laughs> it was. Well, and that was, they're based in Chicago. <laughs> that is their headquarters, yes. They're so in uh, over 100 countries, I believe. But So you had to go there for some meetings oh, or something? Oh, yeah, training and et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I had never been there. But you, you like Chicago? I had a great time. Well, it's nice to have I was shown around by our dear friend, Tony Camel-Lights. Yeah, we um, call him when, Tony Camel. His next name is Tony Gugaruch. Yeah, but, uh, well, it's nice to have someone who knows the town, and he just drove me all over the place. Oh, and he must have been to funny to be with, man, old Tony. Very fun. He's a funny guy. Um, so uh, you were telling me something about what they do in Chicago on St. Patrick's Day? Well, according to Tony... I don't know what they do. It's probably pretty not good for the river, but they dump green dye in the river. The whole river turns green, and they said that the town just is crazy. Oh, on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, just stay home. He said, it's crazy town. (laughs) I don't even know what the name of that river is. Maybe we'll check Uh, find it out later. Um, Now, look, I know you have a lot of oddities and facts about Chicago, and I mentioned Prohibition just before, so uh, let's just talk a little bit about Al Capone and the Mafia, if you don't mind. Yep. All right, okay. Alphonse Gabriel Capone. He was born, actually, um, uh, January 17th, 1899, and he died on January 25th, Mm. 1947, so that would, again, be like uh, right now. Close to your birthday. That's very close (laughs) to my birthday. In fact, my birthday was... He died just a few days before my birthday. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was sometimes known by the name Scarface, uh, an American gangster and businessman who attained notoriety during the Prohibition era as the co-founder and boss of the Chicago Outfit. 
Uh, his seven-year reign as crime boss ended when he went to prison at the age of 33. Ooh, I now, didn't know he was that young. I th- you always <gasps> think he's older. Wow. Okay. Uh, he began in Chicago as a bouncer in a <laughs> brothel where it's thought uh, was the most likely uh, way that he contacted syphilis. Yes. He was aware contracted. of- Contracted. Did I say contacted? <laughs> well, he contacted and he contracted syphilis? Yep. Okay. Well, you have to make a deal. You got to contract it, like sign papers. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, let me see. He was uh, aware of being infected at an early stage, and uh, he used something called Selvarsin. Is that a drug of some kind? I don't know that drug. Okay, but well, it probably, probably an old one. Hey? Yeah, it probably cured the infection, but never really. He never really got treated. Yeah, if it's advanced, it gets to your bones, your brain. You're gone. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty Anyway, uh, he was widely assumed to have been responsible for ordering mm-hmm. the 1929 St. Valentine's Day Massacre, despite his being in Florida <laughs> at the time. Well, you know, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, on Thursday, February 14th, 1929, seven men were murdered at a garage uh, at 2122 North Clark Street. And eventually, he went to prison for... Um, what do you go to prison for? Tax evasion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the, you know, who wow. might just get the same problem. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And he died of syphilis uh, January 25th, 1947. And okay, anyway, we got a guy here called Ben Cortez. And it's a song about Al Capone. So let's give that a listen. In the heart of Chicago land, the well had run bone dry. Prohibition was the mission of the temperance movement gone awry how can i last another day without my precious beer who will save the day you ask but never fear for here comes al capone scarface man himself who put the good back on Grab a drink and thank him, Al Capone, a great tycoon, a ruthless villain. Tangle with his crew and he'll be coming after you, man. Al was born and raised in Brooklyn, NYC, to an average Italian migrant family. But getting beat by nuns in Catholic school left the chip on his shoulder. So he left his school and joined the game once he got a bit older. My boss Johnny Torrio became his father figure. He told him how to run the mafia without pulling a trigger. John got shot and he had to retire. To whom should he give his gangster throne? Who else but his right hand man, Al Capone? Al Capone, Scarface man himself. Put the goods back on your shelf So grab a drink and thank him Al Capone A great tycoon, a ruthless villain Tangle with his crew and he'll be coming after you, man Bootlegging booze became our specialty And with all of the dough he made He lived a life of luxury The downtown streets were lined with See Al roll on by in his fancy armored car But that all changed once he got blamed For the murder of guys from a rival gang Public outcry brought shame and his 
cops responded to these claims with plenty of suspicion. If I do one thing before I die, I'm throwing his behind in prison. Al Capone, scar-faced man himself, he put the goods back on your shelf. So grab a drink and thank him, Al Capone, the great tycoon or ruthless villain. Tangle with his crew and he'll be coming after you, man. For murder, but for taxes that he didn't want to pay. The streets may have been safer, and crime may have been tamed. But without Al in Chicago, the city never was the same. The scar-faced man himself He put the goods back on our shelves So grab a drink and thank him Al Capone, the great tycoon and ruthless villain Tangle with his crew Tangle with his crew And he'll come after you, man Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for supporting Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access radio station.
Richard Pearls on his case Elliot Ness, the man he had been Was here to get him, so he had had a good Reo irirangi o te tau ihu o te waka a Maui. summer night in the land of the dollar bill when the town of Chicago died and they talk about it still when a man named Al Capone tried to make that town his own and he called his gang to war with the forces of the law I heard my mom cry I heard her pray the night Chicago And the sound of the battle rang Through the streets of the old east side Till the last of the hoodlum gang Had surrendered up or died They were shouting in the street 
the sound of running feet And I asked someone who said About a hundred cups a day I heard my mama cry I heard her pray the night Chicago died Brother, what a night it really was Brother, what I thought it really was Glory be I heard my mama cry I heard her pray the night Chicago There's no sound at all But the clock upon the wall Then the door burst open wide And my daddy stepped inside And he kissed my mama's face And he burst her tears away The night Chicago died All right, that was uh, Paper Lace with The Night Chicago Died, a song about a fictional shootout between the Chicago police and members of the Al Capone Syndicate, inspired by the real-life St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, The narrator retells his mother's anguish while awaiting news of the fate of her husband as Chicago policeman. Okay, enough of that mob stuff. We're going to leave the gun, but take the cannoli. Eh? Eh? (laughs) Speaking of that... Tell us, if you don't mind, a little bit about Chicago food. All righty. From experience, I can confirm yeah, you, this is the best. Uh, Chicago-style pizza, prepared according to several styles developed in Chicago. Widely referred to as deep-dish pizza due to its cooking style. The pan in which it is baked gives the pizza its characteristically high edge, which provides ample space for large amounts of cheese and chunky tomato sauce. And uh, really crispy. They don't have any crisp. deep dish here in Nelson. Mm, I've never seen uh, it. I think I've got to make it at home. Uh, um, Chicago boasts the Nabisco Cookie Factory, the world's largest. Mm-hmm. Twinkies, a very gross, disgusting (laughs) snack food, was invented in the Chicago area in 1930 during the Great Depression. I think the original Twinkie is still edible. I believe it. It's only 100 years old. It's got so many preservatives (laughs) and garbage. Um, Let's see. The first McDonald's franchise restaurant, owned by Ray Kroc, opened in Chicago in 1955. Hmm. And Oscar Mayer, based in Chicago, is an American meat and cold-cut producer known for its hot dogs, bologna, bacon, and ham, horrible stuff packed with preservatives. Uh, can you ask, <laughs> do you eat Oscar Mayer? Well, I'm sure I have in bologna? the past, but it's, like, it's been oh, so long. I, I can't imagine. You know, as a kid, we did. I know. I'm sure I did, too. Uh, Chicago loves their hot dogs. Um, there are more than 2,000 hot dog stands in the city of Chicago. More than the number of Burger Kings, McDonald's, and Wendy's all combined. Really? That's like street food, maybe? Yeah. Did you have one of those while you were there? 
Oh, I, I don't uh, think so. I just remember the pizza. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. And then we'll move on to Chicago's the name of an American rock band formed in Chicago in 1967. So we thought we should play this next one. Okay. It's called Take Me Back to Chicago. Yes. Okay. Zealand on air, supporting Fresh FM. I was born in the land of corn in upstate Illinois, and it just seemed right to be the wife of a blackland farming boy. Time went by, and my days grew long, and the crops took all of his time. Then late one night by candlelight I broke the ties that bind mm-hmm. In a skin-tight suit and my high-heeled boots I walked a mile to the interstate Hitched me a ride on a big semi And that was my first mistake I've been stuck on the farms so doggone long I just couldn't say no To 
a truck driving man that would change his plan and give me a one-way ride to Chicago. <laughs> Make it on her own if she's willing to pay the price But the backside of Chicago ain't a good place to be at night Where the dim lights glow and the cold winds blow And it chills me to the bone And I'd flat make tracks to that farmhouse shack But he won't let me come home From the long straight rows where the tall corn grows To the flashing city lights I learned more in a few short days than I've learned in all of my life Now I've got to make it on my own Hide the shame I feel inside For them farm magazines didn't tell everything You can learn on a one-way ride To Chicago <laughs> Make it on my own, hide the shame I feel inside But if farm magazines didn't tell everything You can learn on a one-way ride to Chicago Fresh FM Dispatcher, hurry my freight You know where I've got to go And it's a hell of a haul from Hayward to Chicago in the snow But someone's got to drive these things and I guess I'm better than most And at least the long line to Chicago's better than coast to coast So dispatcher, hurry it up, you know I hate to get stuck But until I'm started I can't start back and you ain't the one in the truck When I hit Cheyenne, I'm just halfway down to the midway point at the most At least the long line to Chicago is better than coast to coast How many miles have gone behind of us a trucker before the war When a five-speed main and a brownie to split it proved the driver you were And an inside blow could be a two-day down if you could not carry the load But at least the long line to Chicago is better than coast to coast online anytime freshfm.net
That was a band called Sticks. They're an American rock band uh, 
from Chicago. They were founded in 1972. And I'm Michael Bortnick. Hey, I know my friend told me uh, the other day that he was homesick for Chicago, so I shot him. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. So, uh, now, currently, Chicago's overall crime rate, especially the violent crime rate, is a little higher than the United States average, and, and some attribute the city's strong gang culture. Other factors are urban poverty in Chicago, and it's often linked uh, to the lack of educational opportunity, poorer health outcomes, and uh, income inequality. If you visit, you must absolutely stay out of certain areas, especially the ghetto. Is that what the, is that what we were told when you were there? Oh, uh, I guess. Did you get into we any were, of the bad neighborhoods? Well, I think so, but we were just driving around. Oh, okay. You know, we weren't walking. So we he drove me through the whole city. Oh, man. It was Tony. great. Yeah. Anyway, in this next song, a boy is born to a mother who already has more children than she can feed in a Chicago ghetto. The boy grows up hungry, learns how to steal and fight, purchases a gun, steals a car, tries to run, but is killed. The song ends with another child being born in the same day in the ghetto, uh, implying that the newborn could meet the same fate, continuing the cycle of poverty and violence. Uh, this song made uh, gave Elvis Presley, I guess you'd call it a rebirth. He right. you know, it became back. a very big hit <laughs> for Elvis. And so we have this one with his daughter, Lisa, oh, who uh, sadly passed away a oh. few weeks ago and just had a funeral. Just tragic. So here's gosh. In the Ghetto, Elvis and Lisa. <laughs> As the snow flies On a cold and gray Chicago morning A poor little baby child is born in the ghetto And his mama cries Cause if there's one thing that she don't need It's another hungry mouth feeding And his mama cried 
The Levi's that I'm wearing have been good to me. They just won't admit they're growing old. Though my shirts made contact with the gutter now and then. At least it keeps my body from the cold Thank God folks back home in Harlan County Can't see what success has done to me Would you believe the kids in Harlan High School Voted me most likely to succeed Now I'm walking on the sidewalks of Chicago If I buy the bread, I can't afford the wine Now I'm walking on the sidewalks of Chicago Wishing I could live some other time I wasn't here too long before I met her And the lady, she really swept me off my feet And she stayed just long enough to make me love her And now they're sweeping me up off the street My mama thinks I've really hit the big time She's written every day since I've been gone But she doesn't know that 109 West Charlotte Is the address of the West Side Mission Home Now I'm walking on the sidewalks of Chicago If I buy the bread, I can't afford the wine Now I'm walking on the sidewalks of Chicago Wishing I had lived some other time. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for supporting Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access radio station. Stay 
gambler And he liked his fancy clothes And he liked to wave his diamond rings On everybody's nose He got a custom continental He got a Eldorado too He got a 32 gun in his pocket for fun He got a razor in his shoe Jim Croce with Leroy Brown. That story is based on truth, but embellished. Jim Croce joined the U.S. National Guard in 1966, hoping it would keep him from getting sent to Vietnam. He married his girlfriend, Ingrid, that year, and hoped to continue his education and launch his music career. Unfortunately, Jim was sent for training less than two weeks after their wedding. But he did meet a guy who inspired one of his most famous songs. Leroy Brown is a guy that he actually met. He was a guy that uh, kind Jim kind of related to. He liked to sing with him. Uh, Brown had gone AWOL, but he came back to get his paycheck, and he got caught. Jim just thought he was such a funny guy that he thought he'd include his name in the song, and it just worked. Huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Jim, we know Jim Croce. He's from San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and listen, um, sadly, we have to say a very, very unhappy goodbye to David Crosby, yes. Rest who in passed peace. away last week. That's your old buddy Dave. You know him. We've got a picture yeah, yeah, right yeah. beside him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were here yeah. in uh, New Zealand. Yep, yep. Yep. Anyway, um, dedicated uh, to him. We're going to dedicate this song to him. The next song refers to the anti-Vietnam War protest that took place during the 1968 Democratic National Convention. You probably were too young to remember I, that. Yes, I yeah, was. I was right in on that in 68, man. Anyway, uh, it was one of the most, most tense and confrontational political conventions ever in American history. Chicago's corrupt Mayor Daley wanted the convention held in his city to showcase how successful he had been uh, since he started serving as mayor. Daly was a man who ruled Chicago in an extremely authorit- authoritarian style, 
and he felt very strongly that the protesters were going to ruin what was supposed to be his moment of triumph, and he was determined to stop them. The protest leaders, Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin, specialized in outlandish, bizarre rhetoric that attracted maximum media attention, uh, but Daly took many of their more outrageous threats seriously. In a typical press release, Hoffman and Rubin stated uh, about their plans, we're dirty, smelly, grimy, and foul. We're, we're going to defecate in public and we'll be constantly stoned or tripping on every drug known to man. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> they just were making it up. But anyway, uh, the first line of the song we're going to play is, So your brother's bound and gagged and they chained him to a chair. And that refers to Black Panther leader Bobby Seale, the only African-American defendant, who was gagged and chained to a chair in the courtroom following repeated outbursts. Wow. And then there's a line, won't you please come to Chicago just to sing, and that refers to Graham Nash pleading with bandmates Stephen Stills and Neil Young to come to Chicago to play a benefit for the Chicago 7 Defense Fund. So that's a little background on the song which we're going to play, yeah. and um, it's considered one of Graham Nash's most important songs. So this is Chicago.
te reo irirangi o te tau ihu o te waka a Māori. Shifim. I was just about ten, I remember when I heard about the guitar slinger. He's a rocker, my mind got a gleam in his eye, black magic in every finger. Well, he's slick with the pick, he knows every trick. I'd play like him if I could. Some call him Barry, but on the contrary, I always call him Johnny B. Good. Now he's a shaky Chicago, the same as St. Louis, and he can boogie woogie like there's really nothing to it. Now he's a shaky Chicago, the same as St. Louis, and he can rock and roll, he can show you how to do it. I got to stay home from school I can't miss a bandstand minute 
They got a dance contest. I don't care who's best. I don't wonder which one will win it. All I want to see on my TV is the rocker with the guitar play. He's got a gig I can dig. So roll over Ludwig. He's gonna steal the show today. And he's a chic in Chicago. The same St. Louis. And he can boogie woogie like there's really nothing to it. a guy uh, his name is joe stampley it's called the chic of chicago all right you know and i am michael bortnick and i agree with al capone who said uh, you can get much farther with a kind word and a gun than you can with a kind word alone would you, would you agree with that <laughs> oh, i would agree uh, okay um <laughs> listen i think we have a moment i want to mention that chicago has a lot of sports teams mm, um right uh, you can have the uh, chicago cubs that's a baseball team they have another baseball team, the Chicago White Sox. There's a hockey team, the Chicago Blackhawks. And then there's the uh, football team, the Chicago Bears. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, the basketball team, mm-hmm. the Chicago Bulls. Bulls. And they have a soccer team also, and it's called, really? um, I didn't even realize this, but it's called the Chicago Fire. And so huh. it, this might be a good time to talk about uh, the yeah. Chicago Fire, and I know you All might right. have something uh about that, so um, what do you got? All righty. The Great Chicago Fire was a conflagration that burned in the American city of Chicago during October 1871. The fire killed approximately 300 people, destroyed roughly 9 kilometers of the city, including over 17,000 structures, and left more than 100,000 residents homeless. A long period of hot, dry, windy conditions and the wooden construction prevalent in the city led to the conflagration. The fire is claimed to have start, been started in or around a small barn belonging to the O'Leary family. The shed next to the barn was the first building to be consumed by the fire, and city officials never really determined the cause of the blaze, but the swift spread of the fire due to the long drought in that year's summer, strong winds from the southwest, and the rapid destruction of the water pumping system explained the extensive damage of the mainly wooden city structures. And there has been much speculation over the years on a single start to the fire. The most popular tale blames Mrs. O'Leary's cow, who allegedly knocked over a lantern, but that's not true. And all the same, here are some tunes starting with Johnny Horton. October 1871, that's when this great big fire begun. 
The Windy City was a ball of flame And O'Leary's cow was the one to blame The firemen fought for days on end They could fight the fire, but they couldn't fight the wind The wind fanned the flames and it started again And nobody knew if it ever would end Started such a blaze The rich and the poor were both alike Fighting and a-praying for their life And then at last the Lord looked down And he sent a little rain to the windy town October 1871 That's when this great big fire begun The windy city was a ball of flame And O'Leary's cow was the one to blame Started such a blaze The aftermath was a sight to see The loss of life and property The people said it was a shame But O'Leary's cow still caught the blame How one little cow started such a blaze Fresh FM is supported by Irirangi Te Motu, New Zealand on air. Well, the great Chicago fire was not confined to Illinois. And just to prove to you I'm not a liar. Oh, the lady must have had her Levi soaked in gasoline. It just took a spark to start the fire And the great Chicago fire was watching Houston I struck the match that made the lady burn Yeah, the great Chicago fire was watching Houston Now it's some Fort Worth, Texas fireman's turn She was an unassuming, shy Chicago girl And I was just a good old boy with time Oh, little did I know that she was heating up the world And me and Houston were the first in line Yeah, the great Chicago fire was watching Houston I struck the match that made the lady burn Somewhere around L.A. I guess there never was a chance for us But I still think about her almost every time I hear About the brush fires in Los Angeles In the great Chicago fire walked into Reno They struck the match that made the lady burn the great Chicago fire moved on to Denver Lord knows I wish I had another turn Yeah, the great Chicago fire was Watson Houston 
match that made the lady burn And the great Chicago fire was once in Houston Te reo irirangi o te tau ehu, Fresh FM
Fresh FM, radio by, for and about the top of the south. In this cold, windy city of Chicago Here I stand, I'm waiting for a train Lord, I wish I had lots of money But I'd, I'd go home on a big jet plane But I can't even buy a cup of coffee And my spirits, they are bending low With the wind to my back I stand along the track In this cold, windy city of Chicago Oh, and blow Your fingers are colder than snow And Lord, I've never been Where I didn't have a friend Till the cold, windy city of Chicago In this cold, windy city of Chicago Lord, the wind that chills me to the bone And I never realized In a town of this size How a man could feel so low and all alone In the distance I hear the train a-coming And the whistle mourns soft and low You can almost hear it say Be glad you're on your way From this cold, windy city of Chicago Blow and blow Your fingers are colder than snow And Lord, I've never been Where I didn't have a friend Till the cold, windy city of Chicago In this cold, windy city of Chicago Alright, that's a guy called Boxcar Willie. We, we, we play him occasionally, and mm-hmm. it's called the Cold Windy City of Chicago. And I'm wondering, is, when you were in Chicago, was it windy? It, it was cold. It was March, I believe. So yeah. it was just end of winter, so it was pretty darn cold. I just remember the cold. Yeah, I know. They said <laughs> probably it's probably windy. It probably was. You know, coming off that lake, it's Oof. horrible cold yeah. there. Anyway, um, contrary to popular belief, Chicago is not the windiest city in the United States. Okay. That actually goes to Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> and those yep, are, we've been there. <laughs> the, I think it's, it's windier about two miles per hour faster than Chicago. Oh, my. Okay. In fact, Chicago doesn't even rank in the top ten for really? the windy cities in <laughs> America. So why is it called the Windy City? Well, one of the first known instances of Chicago's Windy City nickname came from uh, a New York Sun reporter named Charles Dana in 1893. And he editorialized that the city's politicians were full of hot air. Okay. And even before that, the Cincinnati Inquirer used the term in 1876 uh, in reference to a tornado that blew through the city. Anyway, from there, the name stuck and the rest is history. But I don't even think it's, I think Wellington could be windier or even sometimes even Nelson down here by the airport could be windier. (laughs) Uh, Chicago has quite a few other nicknames. 
Chi-Town, a city with big shoulders, which comes from a poem by Carl Sandburg, who's a Chicago guy. And it's also known as Second City, the Second City. Now, here's how that comes to be. After the fire, Chicago looked very different from the original version with stronger building materials and more thoughtful design. So according to this theory, Chicago is a second city because it was actually built twice. Ah, okay. And in 1959, an improvisational comedy troupe named itself the Second City. Uh, based out of Chicago, the revolving cast of comedians became home to some of the most well-known entertainers of our mm-hmm. time. Here's who was in Second City. Bill Murray, Gilda Radner, John Candy, Eugene Levy, who we know from Schitt's uh, <laughs> Creek, and Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek, Creek. Uh, Steve Carell, uh, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler, uh, to name a few. Great talents. Oh, man. And, uh, but they, 1959. Yeah, that's uh, when they started. Wow. And then, of course, they went on to be you know Saturday Night Live yeah, and so forth. Of course, yeah. Anyhow, uh, we have a, a song here from uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, he starred in a pretty mediocre film called Robin and the Seven Hoods, and it had the whole whack, whack pack, what they call them? No, not the whack pack. They call them the rat, well, pack. rat pack. Yeah, the word <laughs> rat pack was in it. And Anyway, this was a really big hit. It almost won an Academy Award for Best Song, uh, and it comes from Robin and the Seven Hoods, and it's Frank Sinatra. It's called My Kind of Town. Now this could only happen to a guy like me. And only happen in a town like this So may I say to each of you most gratefully As I throw each one of you a kiss This is my kind of town Chicago is my kind of town Chicago is my kind of people too people who smile at you and each time I roam Chicago is calling home Chicago is why I just grin like a clown it's my kind of town Thank you. 
Fresh FM tēnei e pā oho ana mai i te taone ki whakatū. Ko tahi rau mā fitu i rā This is Fresh FM Broadcasting in Central Nelson on 107.2. Drove ten miles and turned around I couldn't leave without you knowing I had 
wanted to see you one last time And be with you once before I go To talk with you just one more time And then I'm bound north to Chicago Still I wish there's something you would say To make me change my mind and stay But I guess it is gonna be this way That I guess I'm bound north to Chicago Please don't be angry that I've come I know you didn't want to see me I know I said I wouldn't call And I tried my best, love, please believe me Well, everything I own is in the car You can see I'm leaving, so you must know I've only come to say goodbye And then I'm bound north to Chicago Still I wish there's something you would say To make me change my mind and stay But I guess it is gonna be this way That I guess I'm bound north to Chicago That woman done made a fool out of little old Hank. And I'm just gonna be moving on up to Frisch FM. If the 
there's someone left to play the game. All my friends are going, and things just don't seem the same. No, things just don't seem the same, babe. That was born in Chicago uh, by the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. And the Paul Butterfield was also a Chicagoan um, who learned uh, from Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf. And along with Buddy Guy and Robert Johnson, they created a new music genre called Chicago Blues, also known as Urban Blues, which is a little different from Delta Blues, which was a little more Southern. Mm-hmm. And they added horns and harmonica. And yeah. it's a, it was a whole new sound okay. called Chicago Blues. Cool. And besides all those other guys, um, who else was born in Chicago <laughs> that we might know? All right. Quite a few. Okay. Well, let's just take our time. We'll talk about them if we could. <laughs> Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've heard of her. She's probably the most popular what do you call a first lady first ever? Lady, I think next so. to what's her name, Melania? Uh, <laughs> next to Eleanor Roosevelt, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Michelle, in great. my mind, I would love okay. to meet Michelle Obama. I think uh, so. Would you, I right? agree. Yeah, okay. Yes. Hillary Clinton. Wait, Hillary was also born in Chicago. Mm-hmm. She was also at that Democratic convention in '68. She was there. She was there. Oh, during the riots. Well, that's mm-hmm. very interesting. Yep. Uh, who else we got? Um, funniest man alive, Bill Murray. Oh, Bill. <laughs> uh, he's getting some hassle now from people who are trying to oh, meet to him or something. Gosh, yeah, leave okay, Bill Murray man. alone. Um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yes. And we just would have been watching him in this. Um, 1923. 1923, which is a take, which is a, a prequel to Yellowstone. Correct. He's, uh, doing he's also very yeah. good in that. Very good. Okay. John Cusack, we like. Must be his sister, too, Joan. I know they're yeah, both uh, they're good probably. actors. Okay. Who else you got? Jennifer Hudson. And she's new. She, she's, I think she, was, she won an Academy Award for Dreamgirls. Uh, yep. Fabulous singer, yes. Okay, Kim Novak. <laughs> I've always, I always had a thing for Kim Novak. <laughs> or maybe it was her first name. I don't oh, know, but boy, she, she, she got was, me all excited. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me, she was hot. Yep. Um, Vince Vaughn. Okay, actor. Mr. Robin Williams. Williams was born in Chicago. Mm, I didn't. Yeah. I don't even know that. Okay. And then uh, Sly Stallone lived in Chicago for several years when he was young. Okay, I guess we'll count that. Although yep. he was big on Philadelphia and New York, but we'll give okay. him Chicago. Okay. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Mm-hmm. She was from Chicago. Kanye West or Ye West, What's I should it? say. What's his name? What's his name these days? Yeezy. Ye. Did, he, oh, did he change I it again? Did he? I don't know. He always uh, changes we'll his name. We'll keep it at Ye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just got married again. I know. To a Kim Kardashian lookalike. Ugh. I don't know. I don't want to get there. I don't she's, want to go there. She's got to be nuts. Okay. More Who than him. <laughs> um, uh, oof, John Wayne Gacy. Really? Now, Gacy was born in Chicago, Illinois uh, area, and he's one of the most notorious siller, no, shoot, yeah, yeah. notorious <laughs> serial killers in American history. 
convicted of 33 murders of teenage boys and young men, which he committed uh, between 1972 and 78. Gacy was executed by lethal injection in 1994. Hey, did you know the temperature in uh, John Wayne Gacy's basement? <laughs> 33 below. Yeah, you got it. Okay, never mind. Ha-ha. Okay, I've there's heard a that one. Add that joke to your repertoire. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Okay. Jordan played for the Chicago Bulls from 1984 to 1998. He's, he's, he's known player. as the GOAT. They call You know what they call it a GOAT? Yes, the greatest of all time. Yeah, I think I that's that Jordan. Yeah. acronym. Ms. Oprah Winfrey. She is best known for her talk show, The Oprah Winfrey Show, broadcast from Chicago. And it ran for 25 years. Really? Yeah. Jeez, I didn't, oh, my God. Amazing. I remember watching her from the early years. Sure. She was dubbed the queen of all media, and she was the richest. She probably is the richest African-American 20th century and was once the world's only black billionaire. Really, really, really. Yep. There might be another one now, but at that time, Oprah, huh? Right. By 2007, Oprah was sometimes ranked or was ranked as the most influential woman in the world. And then the beautiful Cindy Crawford was dubbed the first modern supermodel. Okay, Cindy. Yep. Walt Disney. Walt Disney was mm-hmm. born in Chicago. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I thought he was a California man. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And, of course, our favorite president, Barack <laughs> H. Obama. Barack Hussein Obama II was born in Honolulu, Hawaii, but some say Kenya. <laughs> However, he spent most of his childhood living in Chicago. Obama, while being verbally attacked daily by Fox News, said, let me tell you something. I'm from Chicago. I don't break. (laughs) (laughs) You go, Barry. Oh, man. All right. And another nameless man from Chicago was only known as the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, so say the Andrews sisters. All right. Let's play the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. This goes way back to the 40s. Here we go. (laughs) Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was a top man at his craft. But then his number came up and he was gone with the draft. He's in the army now, a blowing reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. They made him blow a bugle for his Uncle Sam. It really brought him down because he couldn't jam. The captain seemed to understand. Because the next day the cap went out and drafted a band And now the company jumps when he plays Reveille He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B A toot, a toot, a toot de a toot de blows it to the bar In boogie rhythm, he can't blow a note unless the bass and guitar is playing with him He makes a company jump when he plays Reveille He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B He was a Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy of Company B And when he plays Boogie Woogie Bugle He was busy as a bzzz bee And when he plays He makes the company jump A to the bar He's a Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy of Company B do 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 da da do do da da do do He blows it A to the bar He can't blow a note If the bass and guitar isn't with Company jumps when he plays Reveille. He's a boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B.
doggie every night And wakes them up the same way in the early bright They clap their hands and stamp their feet Because they know how he plays when someone gives him a beat He really breaks it up when he plays reveille He's the boogie woogie bugle bug company B Listen online anytime. Freshfm.net. Gonna get myself a cottage in Chicago. Gonna be the finest cottage in the land. In my little cottage in Chicago Gonna find myself a handyman Chicago went out with a guy who frightened her so that she thought she would die. Every time she sat down, she did not feel at ease from the way he kept staring at her pretty handbag with the money. So she left him flat. A lady should never be treated like that. 
So the girl from Chicago went back to her ma. The boys in her hometown were nicer by far. Till a good-looking guy took her out to a dance. And while they were dancing, the guy lost his balance, and they both fell down on the floor. Her feelings were hurt, so she goes there no more. Now the girl from Chicago is happy at last. Her frivolous days are a thing of the past. To the bright lights on Broadway, a farewell she bids. She now has a husband and four lovely rooms with a kitchen. And right here, my friend, I'm sure you'll be happy that this is the end. Oh, what a girl! Oh, what a poil! Gold-tinted hair with that old-fashioned coil. That's all. He said. His mind grew so restless He couldn't be still Though I knew I might lose him And all I dreamed of Still I sent my baby To Chicago with love Big city When he went away You'll never know How often I pray to God above To send down his blessings To Chicago with love Well, I just got his first letter He's got a job and things are looking fine He's sorry that he didn't write me before He just didn't have the time He said, I've got a lot of new friends now, honey This Chicago sure is a swinging place And by the way, I just got married I'll be bringing her home one of these days Big city, don't hurt him, don't change him, I pray. Keep him the same sweet boy as when he went away. He'll never know how often I pray to God above to send down. Chicago with love. Okay, that was Lois Johnson with a song called Chicago with Love, and I'm Michael Bortnick. And um, you know what the most common elementary school essay is in Chicago? No, what? Well, it's what I want to be 
if I grow up. It's oh, oh, sick. Hey, that's terrible. So give <laughs> me some last minute. We got to we got to go okay. pretty soon. Give me some last minute fun facts random about Chicago. All right. The Ferris wheel was invented in Chicago in 1893 for presentation at the World's Columbia Exposition. Oh, I didn't know that. The Ferris. Okay. In 1885, Chicago became the home of the world's first skyscraper, mm. the Home Insurance Building. Okay. Chicago has more movable bridges than any other city in the world. I didn't know that either. 1990, excuse me, 1930, Chicago opened the first planetarium in the Western Hemisphere called the Adler Planetarium. Mm -hmm. And historic Route 66 begins in Chicago, ending in Santa Monica, California. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know that either. And the first ever televised presidential debate occurred in Chicago in 1960 between Senator John F. Kennedy of Massachusetts and Vice President Richard Nixon. Wow, that's... Brilliant. Well, I thought I, I, I'm never going to make it to Chicago, I don't think, but I'd sure like to now that I... No. Well, our niece, Deborah Leonard, lives there now, so... Oh, she does? Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe a we shout can... out to her. Okay, let's see. Okay. Love you. All right. <laughs> now, we're going to... we got to go pretty soon here. The Blues Brothers movie, the best film ever made... Uh, stars John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, among many, many, many others. It was filmed in Chicago. Right. It's got a fantastic soundtrack, and it's just simply hilarious. So we decided we were going to close with a big number from the film. Um, this one was written by Robert Johnson, who we're just finding out about this guy recently. Brilliant uh, man. Amazing. Another died at 27, the yeah, 27 yeah. Club. Anyway, he wrote this in 1936, and it's a darn good example of Chicago blues. So we want, we want to ask you to turn up the, the sound on your uh, whatever you're listening to for this one. Um, let me see if I want to say anything else about the Blues Brothers movie. I just I, Maybe let's go watch it again. I could watch it 50 times. It's my it's one hilarious. of my favorite movies. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. We're off for February. We're going on a road trip with um, relatives that are coming into town. And we'll be back again someday because our next show will be 150 shows. Oh, I, I'm shocked. I know. I'm sure you just love it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Grace, uh, thank, uh, thanks always for coming. Oh, it's been fun. Thanks. It's a good theme. And listen, here's, here's how I think Chicago got started. A bunch of people in New York said, gee, I'm enjoying the crime and the poverty, but it just isn't cold enough. <laughs> Let's go west. Anyway, okay. Uh, see ya. A lot of people, a lot of people have uh, recorded this song. It's called "Sweet Home Chicago." I had a million of them, oh, but I thought, I love it. let's just go with the Blues Brothers. Yep. So here it is: the Blues Brothers from the film, The Blues Brothers, and that's called "Sweet Home Chicago." And I guess bye. See you in a month. See you next time. Bye bye.
six and two is eight. Come on, baby, don't you make me
The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.